welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 16 of the Gopher 2 podcast. I'm your host, Jackson Wallace. I got my buddy Lucas here with me. Lucas, how you doing, pal? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, do- I'm doing great. Yeah, you see that game? Dude, did I see that game? I just came from that game watching that B-dubs, and I left in the fourth quarter because it was a blowout, my friend. <laughs> Good um, Lord Almighty. Yeah, so uh, for everyone, so sorry we didn't get to do our our Thanksgiving deal like we wanted to. Um, yeah, unfortunately. This is supposed to be the special Thanksgiving episode, but since it is Thanksgiving and we are two busy people, you know, you got a bunch of stuff going on, a bunch of family stuff, and just some some things out of our hands have gone down. So we weren't we're not able to bring this exactly how we want, but not exactly okay, how we envisioned. Right? I mean, you're still getting the quality content. All right, you're you're just not getting Jackson wearing a Abraham Lincoln hat, a little Abraham Lincoln hat, dressed up as a turkey or yeah, a pilgrim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, um, uh, speaking of. Uh, number one, happy Thanksgiving to everybody listening. Uh, this is coming out on Thursday, that being Thanksgiving. We're recording this Monday night. I literally just came for the Monday night game. And you know what, my, you know what me and my buddies were doing? I was out there with a uh, shout-out to Daniel, shout-out to Burnley. Uh, we were at B-Dubs watching the game, right? And the game got so boring because Lamar Jackson was dominating so fast. We sat there and we got a deck of cards and started playing Texas Hold'em <laughs> in the middle of B-Dubs. It was great. We used their, their little moist towelettes, as we like to call wait, them, wait, 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 as wait, chips. Wait. Yeah. What? They have game pads. Y'all could have just used Dude, my table. Dude, our tables didn't have game pads for whatever reason. They had the game pads out. I don't know if they were being serviced, they were being fixed or whatever. Yeah, because last time we, we used game pads and did that. But this time, Daniel brought a deck of cards with him. And so we were like, all right, let's play. What are we going to use for chips? Burnley starts tearing apart his little paper leftover of a straw <laughs> and we're like barley no 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 so we grabbed these like the little you know the little towelettes little wash thing yeah. they have over there yeah we started yeah, yeah, busting yeah. those out and grabbing from a couple different tables and started playing poker it was great i was having a great time um, i've always had to ask about the game pads or go steal one off the wall oh gotcha gotcha mm-hmm. I, hadn't, I hadn't been there in a minute but it was a it's a fun place to go man it's a, it's a great time place it's a paradise i am very thankful speaking of for b-dubs in my life Yes, and we are, you know, look, 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 I just, I just want to say real quick, I was going to go on a big, long spiel about how I was thankful for the viewers we have right now, right? Uh-huh. And I, I am, I am, I am, but I have a bone to pick with one. Oh, okay? do you now? <laughs> All right. Our most loyal of listener, watcher, follower, whatever he wants to be called, Mr. Casey, always leaves his comment. He does. And he did not leave a single one. He, he didn't, bro. He didn't. I think he. I think he's moved on from you. I think. He, I think he did, man. I. I bet you upset him because you didn't know the name of his thing last week. You didn't. You didn't know what Fish and Fancy was or whatever. And boom, I, I had no clue what Fish and Fancy was. You're probably right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's your fault, bro. It, um, it, it usually is. On. I mean, yeah. As long <laughs> as everyone knows. <laughs> All right, dude. Oh, my gosh. No, Casey's been doing his own, like, his fishing channel. It's actually pretty entertaining. Uh, I've been watching those videos. They've been coming out. Dude, it's hilarious. We need to give him a proper mic and a good setup, and he'll be set. Oh, he'll by the way, go. if anyone thinks my mic is – my mic quality is absolutely terrible. Um, Like I said, like, we're literally recording this on a different night, and everyone yeah. has stuff going on, so I'm using a mic that's not quite uh, as good as what I usually use. But that's okay. As yeah, long as you can hear my beautiful voice, we're fine. I literally leave in like seven hours 
at the airport to uh, go on vacation for Thanksgiving. So, yeah, we're yeah, we're, we're, we're throwing it. We're throwing it together. Vegas is a great time. Okay, if you've never been to Vegas, first of all, you should go. Second of all, like especially during Thanksgiving time, you know, while everybody else is with their families and stuff, I am completely selfish and I'm fine with that. And we go, and it's like a it's a pretty slow week there at Vegas. I mean, it's still it's always popping because you know it's Vegas, but it's slower than usual. So you usually get really good rates on the hotel. I go and I have breakfast on the veranda every morning because you get a credit at the hotel for breakfast. I have chicken and waffles. And it no is the best chicken and waffles I have ever had in my entire life. Absolutely no one cares. I, I think you would love it if you went with me, Lucas, and we're going to have to go one day. I would, but you know why no one cares? Because we're not going, okay? I'm, I, I'm still upset we didn't get a question this week. I li- I, <laughs> I look, know, I mean, right? We, we make, well, we I make started an outline. Off. I make an outline for us every week, and it says intro slash question. Boom. Yeah. Re- throw the whole outline out. Um. So, uh, since it is in the spirit of Thanksgiving, Indeed. Mr. Jack. Yes, sir. Right. So, I was thinking we got we got to do a thankful thing. You know, we did spooky players, you know, before. We did. We did. Uh, so, I think we need to go through some people uh, that we think need to be thankful. Like some players that need to be thankful for okay. uh, some other things with their teams. Or maybe some fan. Right on. Or something. Uh, right on. So, I'm going I'm to let, let you go first because this was your topic idea. So, it's, it's yeah. time to shine. Yeah, yo, I, I got this. I got this. Listen, okay. So, yeah, cause in the spirit of Thanksgiving, uh, I'm picking the player who should be most thankful in the league. I think that should be Tom Brady. All right, now, don't get me wrong here. I know you guys are all thinking, what? Tom Brady's a goat. Tom Brady's a guy. Mr. Six Rings. Mr. Done It All. Why should he be the most thankful? And here's why, okay? Because this year, I think Max Kellerman made a pretty good point whenever in, in first take when I was watching it earlier today, and he said, you know, Tom Brady has started to fall off a cliff, but the thing is, Tom Brady was so high up, his cliff and his peak was so high that even if he drops down just a little bit, it's very noticeable. And <laughs> so I, I, I tend to agree with that. He's, you know, father time's catching up. This dude's still the GOAT. This, still, this guy is still the best player to have ever played, especially the best quarterback to have ever played. But he doesn't have to be as elite anymore. Why? Because he could be thankful. Thankful for who? His defense, his coach, and his special teams. Best defense in the league right now and leading in almost every category. Best special teams, right? And Jerry Jones himself said this week, special teams is all coaching. And and who who do you got coaching at the helm? The guy, okay? Mr. Bill Belichick, who is also named to the NFL's uh, all-time list as a coach, right? All time in the NFL and uh, the league and players are voting on Bill Belichick to be the head coach for everybody. So if, 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 if you're questioning of how good this guy is, whether you like him or not, whether he looks like the emperor from Star Wars or not, by the way, go see Rise of Skywalker in theater soon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bill Belichick is the, is the, the bills, dog. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> man. We, you know, I went out to beat up tonight. That's, that's not cheap. So, um, yeah, Bill Belichick – best coach out there for sure in the league today arguably all time um Brady should be thankful he gets to be more of a game manager now he gets to kind of sit back and as long as he doesn't mess up and throw picks and create turnovers they're going to win the games and he doesn't have a whole lot to work with on offense but he should be really really thankful for his defense and his special teams and his coach because they got them right now to 10 and 1 and I don't see anybody you know other than the Ravens or maybe even the Chiefs um 
stopping them from at least getting to the AFC Championship game. So that's who um, I think is most should be the most thankful right now. If we're if we're talking about like players that should be the most thankful, I think I'm, yeah. I'm actually going to disagree because, like okay. you said, he does not have the stuff around him. He's having to get the ball out right now fast, faster than he ever has. True. So his offensive line's one of the worst he's ever had. Name a consistent wide receiver this man has. All right. Other than I'm, Julian I mean, Edelman, like nobody. <laughs> yeah. And and what what can Edelman do when he's the only one there? Like, well, obviously he can do a lot because it's Edelman. He's amazing. But, yeah. Um. It, so so I want to disagree just because with that because like I think I think it'd be different if you put all the pieces around him to succeed. He should be thankful. Um, but I think because he doesn't have those pieces on offense, he should be really, really thankful that he has that defense. Because if he didn't have that defense or those special teams or that coaching, then I think they're a 500 team right now. Right around well, there. Yeah. Well, you could say the same thing about the Packers. If their defense wasn't as good as it is, then, you know, they, they wouldn't be where they're at. True. We've seen them get shellacked. True, this but week. this Patriots defense was – at the beginning of the oh, year, talked about being all-time great. Oh, like, yeah, that's real. It's an insane defense. So Anyway, go ahead. Um, continue. If, if we're, if we're going to go with a player, i got to – Lamar Jackson to be thankful. That's Lamar wild, Jackson. ain't it? That's a wild pick right there. I was going to say, like, okay, go, explain. What happens if Lamar Jackson goes to – I'll say the Cowboys. Let's, let's say Dak's not there and Lamar goes to the Cowboys. Yeah. It's not, he's not as good. Offensive line is amazing, right? But yeah. Running games more like amazing. The, organization, the Ravens organization came in and changed their whole offense to fit the around coach. Lamar. The, yes, the coach literally went and studied college offenses and brought people in that knew that had knowledge of what they're doing now, just so that they could do this offense just for him, right? Like they, they weren't like they weren't like the Titans with uh, with Mariota. They weren't like here change for us from what you did and come play for us like change for us right like you said yeah instead they were like we think you're special at what you do you're not a um regular quarterback but the stuff that you're good at you're special at and we're going to take advantage of that and we're going to put you in the best uh position to succeed okay interesting pick also that defense is real that defense is beyond real i watched them play today I mean, they were getting after golf left and right and center. They, I mean, the Rams couldn't really do much. Every once in a while, they'd have a, a decent play downfield, but good lord, they're they're just loaded on defense. Earl Thomas, Marcus Peters, they're across the board. Everybody. And then let's let's see. I'm trying I'm trying to think of a fan base. What fan base should be the most thankful, Jackson? Nah, we know it ain't the Cowboys. <laughs> we, I was going to say, we, we know it ain't Dallas, okay? Because I, I swear we've lost to the Jets. We've lost so many games that we've had so much potential to win, and I'll talk more about that when we get talk to hometown heroes. But it, it for sure is not Dallas. Oh, no. Oh, well, no. I mean, the, the way things are going right now, you know, Tannehill's like 4-1 or something. I was going to say, mean, it might we, have to be. We should be a little thankful for him and Derrick Henry, but um, I think – just because just you talked about the Patriots, it's like they're sticking out in my head. The Patriots fans have to be thankful. You've had be, arguably the best coach of all time. For so long. The GOAT quarterback of all time. The For best so long. football yeah. player. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. yeah that yeah, doesn't yeah, come yeah. around very often. I mean, it's it's got to be them. 
I mean, they're, it's they're gotta the be them. Team. They've been they've been the best team for forever. Yeah, and if they, oh, yeah. I think this is like no what their twentieth, either the fifteenth or their twentieth, something like that, of ten win seasons in a row. Something wild. It's something insane. It, it's absolutely insane. So, um, yeah, Patriots. You could also throw the Chiefs in there, right? Thankfully, they they got Mahomes. They got some magic back flowing. Right? Yeah, they, they, but he, he hasn't produced results yet, not because of him, but just because he doesn't have as good of a defense, you know? Right, but but still, like, picking up Mahomes later in the draft when they did and grabbing oh, him out of nowhere, no, whenever you lose no, Alex what? Smith and you don't really have much to work with, I, that's, I should be pretty thankful I am, for it. I am going back to how you, all right, Jackson, you as a Cowboy fan, you should be thankful. You well, know why? 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 Because quarterbacks just fall into your hands, man. They they just <laughs> they just come out of nowhere and just smack you in the face. They fall out of the sky. All right. You, we, we've been pretty we've been you, pretty blessed with quarterbacks, quarterbacks lately. Growing up with. All right. So like. Lay it on me. Learn who's, me something. Who's the Who's the good Titans quarterback? Stephen. Like, that's the only. Yeah, that's the only one that really sticks out to me. All right. Yeah. I was but a wee sapling when Steve McNair was good. All Here right. Go. <laughs> when he starts bringing out words like wee sapling, you know you're in for it, guys. I have had to deal with the likes of Jake Locker, Matt Castle, Matt Hasselbeck, Kerry Collin, uh, Zach Mettenberger. Just some, just some names <laughs> I'm throwing out there. Blaine Gabbert. Um, oh no. Yeah. So. Next time I hear you say one bad thing about Dak. I'm I have been singing his I'm praises done. lately. Oh, I, I know. I'm not going to today, but I've been singing his praises lately. Man, I'm. I'm. I'm any, anyone else you think we should be thankful for, Jackson? I'm trying to. I'm trying I think to we should be. Maybe, maybe we should some be coaches that should be thankful, like they've been fished out by players. Oh, oh, hundred percent. The GM of the Titans should be thankful that we have Marcus Mariota because that was a scapegoat. Scapegoat. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and he's going to be looking for a job, and I think Ryan Tannehill secured his place. And I think Tannehill will get like a two-year contract. Yo, 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 yo. Yo, 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 yo. Now, we're we're, we're talking about Tannehill, all right, which makes me think of the Titans, which makes me think of the playoffs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All right, all right, we're, we're, trying, to, we're trying to get in this division. You and, throttled and the, the Jaguars yesterday. That's, that's right, all right. Throttled so, them. Uh, so i got to ask you, we, some interesting things. Uh, you know, last week I laid out, the uh, the AFC playoff picture pretty well yeah and uh, I want to talk about the wild card spot we're what are the Bills now like seven and three or yeah or, seven and three by the way they're three. coming they're coming to Dallas this week they're coming to Dallas actually today when this podcast uh, airs uh, they're they'll play they're playing later on today um, and I'll give my pick for that later on but um, dude I uh, the Bills are playing incredibly good football right yeah so. Uh, uh, their defense is playing good football. I think their quarterback is a joke, but they're figuring anyway. out their formula. Anyway, we I think we all assume that they're going to be the wild card team, right? I think it's a very safe bet, especially with the AFC the way it is right now. Yeah, I think that's a safe bet. So, so we need to talk about that other spot because the we Raiders do. got thrashed. They absolutely yeah, they, and and Hunter Renfro, by the way, who's becoming kind of Derek Carr's new number one target. He he broke. I think he broke his rib and like punctured his lung during the game. Jeez. Yeah. So dude, dude's gonna be out for a minute. So if you you know obviously you lose Antonio Brown with his 
cryogenic issue with his feet earlier on in the season, and then now you've lost your number one, new number one, Hunter Renfro. Who who you got left to go for? The Raiders are a great story, but are they going to be able to make that final push? I don't think so. Yo, you brought up AB, and uh, I know we don't want to talk about him because we talked about that clown as much as we have already. Yeah. But I did hear a rumor that there's a chance he's coming back to the Patriots. Really? Because they need that man. Yeah. They need you – know, yeah, I, I've been uh, listening to that a lot with uh, First Take and uh, some on Get Up and a little bit on Undisputed. And, and pretty much the – if the global, I should say, consensus is that if he – if there it was no sexual sexual misconduct violation against him right now, then the Patriots would have picked him up, um, or would have kept him since then. So yeah, they're they're just waiting for that. If if, if it gets get cleared, cleared, then up, he'll get picked but, up because um, he's he's anyway. worth it for a year of headaches just because you have to have a weapon. Yeah. So so the Raiders lost, and that's the team we were talking about. We were talking about the Colts yeah. and the Texans. Um, the Colts lost, and Eric Ebron, their tight end, is on IR now, so he's out for the rest of the year. Yeah. Yeah, that's a problem. I was I, I was actually t- kind of favoring towards the Colts, especially I think last week when we talked about this, I talked about yeah. the Colts and the Texans. But mm-hmm. just injuries have kind of decimated them. But you know who's coming up though? Who they're, they're kind of on a little bit of a streak here. And I, by the way, I was at the I was watching the the game with Casey. Okay, when he was not submitting questions. And we <laughs> we were watching. He couldn't, even, he couldn't even do it in person. He couldn't even. He couldn't even, he couldn't even do it. That's what I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. Calling him out. But we were watching. Uh, we were at a restaurant. We were watching the game, and we had the Cowboys on one TV and the Titans on the other TV. And I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. I'll be able to text Lucas." And I saw the explosion of the of the Titans offense in the third quarter. Something like 28 points or something ridiculous. 31. It was it was it was out of it was out of nowhere, and I'm texting Lucas back and forth, and I'm like, dude, this is absolutely insane! Like, Derrick Henry yeah. busted off 74 yards out of nowhere, and then they're throwing touchdowns like 64 yards to AJ Brown, and I'm telling you, Tennessee's because like, Tennessee's, I left my phone. You left your phone in the truck, I know, but you got back to me later on. But yeah. to answer your question, I think pushing for that wild card spot right now might be Tennessee, and here's two reasons: number one, they're figuring out their identity. Tannehill's won over that locker room. And they're starting to gel, and they're starting to, to vibe, and, and they're playing very well. Number two, they have a very winnable schedule throughout the rest of the year. Okay, The Texans are still number one in the division, but the Titans, as to your point that you pointed out to me earlier this week, the Titans play them twice. And if they could split that and poss- or even win both games, they have a really good shot of making the playoffs, either as a division winner or as a wild card. All right. I'm about to throw you for a loop. Okay. Wild card team will be the Texans. Really? Because the Tennessee Titans are going to win the division. Oh, here we go. There it is. <laughs> I said it. said it. All right. All right. Look, 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 look. I was going to get into this later, but we're going to do it right now. Okay. All right. Because it pertains. Lay it on this me. Pertains. All right. So the Texans are seven and four. Yes. The Colts are six and five. The Titans are six and five. Yeah. Right, right behind them. Texans play the Patriots this week. Yeah, that's a L. loss. Insta yeah. L. Insta L. All right. So that'll make them um, 7-5? Yeah. Oh, yeah? Mm. And then the Titans play the Colts this weekend, and we're going to win. And that'll put us at 7-5. Mm, and 7-5, five. Five. yeah. And then we play the Raiders. We'll knock them out of the wild card race. Boom. All right. You'll puncture them out, yeah. And then we play the Texans twice. 
division winners. Tennessee Titans, I'll be at the game. All right? I'll be there. If the Titans come back and win this division, I am never going to hear the end of it from you, Lucas. <laughs> and it's not a bad thing. It's I'm not a bad thing. I just know Lucas is going to be because what? Like so, uh, uh, A side note, a, a, a consequence, as you will, of, uh, of – uh, of this podcast, we've been hearing the Titans are nothing. They're no good. They're not going to do anything. But they're starting to play incredibly well. But here's the thing. In the AFC, there's not a whole lot of teams that you can say that can get into that wild card spot, right? As much as I would like to say maybe the Chargers, they choked a lot of games, okay? Hey, Phillip Rivers, he's not going to be a Charger next year. Um, it's it's yeah. not going to be the Raiders. It, sure, as heck ain't going to be the Broncos. Chiefs we are going to win their four. division. You were 2-4. Two two and four. Four. You were 2-4. and four. Um, I just can't really think of, of other people. Like, I feel like it's going to be a combination, Texas, Texans, Colts, Titans, maybe Pittsburgh. They have an incredibly easy schedule. I could see them, yeah, but they're on so, their third quarterback. So Yeah, so so they're in the spot right now, but, like, they benched Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Like, and they play the Browns this week, I believe. They Is do right? the rematch. That's right. Yeah, so quick I almost too. Put that in our picks today, but we we got some pretty good games coming up later. But um, yeah, I, I think the the Browns the Browns won. They beat Miami. They're kind of mm-hmm. on a little roll right now. I yeah, think they're, Pick- they're feeling it. Yeah, I think Pittsburgh's gonna get thrashed. Oh man, it's all lining up, man. Oh, it's like the solar eclipse is happening with a big Tennessee T on it. <laughs> I know you're excited. I can't wait to see how today's games on Thursday unravel in the rest of the week. So it's going to be it's – it's a great time yeah. for football, man. But the, yeah. When the playoffs start getting close like this and every game matters that much more, everything's much more intense, there's much more on the line, it just makes for incredible entertainment. I, oh, gosh, this is, the gold, this is the golden times of football right here, man. Thanksgiving, you're filling up good on some turkey and some taters and some stuffing. All right, and then you're watching football. You're having a great time. You got more football to look forward to this weekend. The playoff picture starting to take shape. Fantasy playoffs are incoming as well. Oh, it's man. just, it's just a, it's it's football overload, and that to me is bliss. Bliss. Yo, Jackson. Yes. So, so you're talking about watching football on yes, Thanksgiving? Sir. Oh yeah, who that's what I'm gonna be doing watching? like all day. Who, who are you gonna be watching? Huh? Well, I'm gonna be watching my boys. I'm gonna be watching my boys. Beat the Bills. T- tell us about them. Tell us about the boys. Okay. All right. Well, no. Let's get into the boys. All right. Look, we're, we're, we're getting into talking about the boys, and usually we do this. We have three likes and three dislikes that we get into every single week. But I am, I am changing the formula for Hometown Heroes this week for my team <laughs> because I have five dislikes and one like. There was not a whole lot that I could take away from that Patriots game. And we're going to get into it, okay? Number hey, one. Quick, I'm sorry. This what? Is, this is the only time I'll interrupt. Mm-hmm. If you want to add more dislikes, I will allow it. You'll you, allow you it? Go, okay. You can go past six total. Oh, right? thank you. Thank you. I might have I'll, to. thousand percent allow it. <clears throat> I, I tend to get on rants with these things. Since it's Thanksgiving. Be thankful to me. <laughs> I will be thankful for, <laughs> to you. Number one, dislike. They, the lack of utilizing Zeke. Zeke, here's here's the thing. We paid him $90 million, okay? My fantasy 50, Yes, $50 million of which is guaranteed money, okay? Why did you sign Zeke to a $90 million contract, $50 million of it's guaranteed, if, if you're not going to use him for these cold, 
weather, brutal conditions, playoff pushing times. This is when Zeke earns his cash. This is when Zeke goes off and plays well on the road in Foxborough against the Patriots in less than favorable conditions with the refs completely on their side. I'm convinced of it. And you, and then we don't utilize Zeke. He was averaging 4.1 yards a carry. That's like that was among his higher season average. Going go like in this game, he was playing incredibly well. And we don't we only give him the ball 21 times. He's got I mean he's got 86 yards, but and and 21 kind of sounds like a lot, but it's really not, especially in key situations, right? We and I, this is another. This brings me into my second point, right? Not having the guts on fourth down. It's fourth and seven. We are down by four, right? Or we're, it's it's fourth, yeah, fourth and seven. We're down by four. And what do we decide to do? We decide to kick the freaking field goal, okay? Instead of going for it on first down, okay? Instead of having some guts and going for the touchdown, going for it all, we peel back and we play it safe. Oh, yes, we play it safe. You know what playing safe gets you? Look, playing safe gets you, and I ran about this with my, one of my friends today. Playing safe gets you normalcy. It gets you average. If you want to do anything, you have to be willing to take risk. You have to be willing to go for it in certain spots and take advantage of opportunities, i.e., go for it on fourth down. Okay? And, by the way, leading up to that fourth down, first it gets down to second and four. Okay? Second and four, and we throw the ball twice, both incompletions. If we're, you're telling me Zeke's average of four point yards a carry, it's second and how many, Lucas? Four! <laughs> second and four, and we don't hand the ball off to Zeke to try and get a first down so we can eventually go for the touchdown. I was just mismanaging situations, okay? Um, yes. So uh, you brought up Zeke having like 80 yards to end the game. 86, yeah. Didn't he have 67 at halftime? He did. We we barely handed the ball off in the second half. It, it was such a close game. I'm it was confused. an incredible, yeah, incredibly close game. We ended up losing by four, but incredibly close game. It, it, even when we missed a field goal, right? We missed a field goal. We're, we're, we we and at the end of it, and I'll, I'll talk about that here in a minute with my, with my one like, but. We, we had a chance to go to get a first down, to give us first and 10 from the five-yard line, right, with a chance to punch it in. The Patriots had only allowed, allowed nine touchdowns all season. We got a chance to put one on them here, right, and to win that football game, okay? So number three in my things I did not like were penalties and drive killers. We had seven penalties, two of which should not have been called, i.e. the tripping calls, but we, we convert a third and 11, holding on the offense. We're bringing it back to third and 21. All right, here we go. <laughs> like third and six. All right, let's get it. Uh, illegal block in the back or illegal shift. Like dumb, easy calls that were just like, we just need to be able to clean up. And I've been preaching about this all year. Every time I talk about the Cowboys, I talk about penalties, clean them up, bad coaching. Okay, that's gonna that's gonna leave me in a number four. Okay, and that was uh, I'm taking a minute. The bad calls by the ref, the two tripping calls, which by the way, the NFL came out today and said this is on Monday. They said, Oh yeah, those those two tripping calls weren't tripping calls at all, are bad. 
Well, what do you mean our bad? We converted, we converted a fourth down. No, we converted a beautiful, I mean, beautiful, pristine catch to Amari Cooper for the first down. But oh no, oh no, it was tripping, tripping. That brought it back to like fourth and 17. I, oh my gosh, Lucas, the two tripping calls costed us a chance to win the game. Just, and, and, and here's the thing. I just I don't know if these refs do it on purpose, if they got somebody on their fantasy team, or if they got somebody in their pocket or what, but some of these calls like pass interference last last year against the Saints or against the Rams when this should have been in the Saints' favor for the Saints for a trip to the Super Bowl, if it's a tripping call here that costs us an easy fourth down, if it's a uh, blatant no call right on, on the um, – Against DeAndre Hopkins, I would have given them an easy touchdown. Like, just the amount of arrogance and the amount of blatant, on purpose, <laughs> like bad calls just really, really bugs me, Lucas. Okay, but we're we're, we're going to number oh. five. Well, I I do want to say you are the Dallas Cowboys, quote unquote, America's team. Um, uh huh. You think we get more favorable calls? That is uh that's attitude problem central. I mean, let's let's be real. The Cowboys always have some difficult players and y'all always have people that do stupid stuff. So I feel like Yeah, it's a culture a problem. Rap. You know? I, I think even if there's a good player that's not doing anything wrong, um I think the Cowboys kinda have a bad rap. Just like Taylor Lewan yeah. with the Titans has a bad rap. Rep. You know I said rap. A bad, a bad rep, yeah. I was talking to Curtis earlier today. Curtis, my dad. I call him Curtis. I know. It's strange to everybody else. Anyway, but <laughs> he he was like, you know, sometimes I think refs call things on the result of what happened instead of what the player actually did. Definitely. So in terms of like a defensive – if a defensive lineman falls down at the line of scrimmage, oh, the offensive lineman must have held him and threw him to the ground. That, yep. that, that that must have been what happened. This is the result of what I see. So it must have been a hold. Therefore, I'm calling holding. When Definitely. And you have 200, you have two 350-pound people running at each other full speed that can run four fours. Someone's probably going to fall down, right? It's a collision of maximus, uh, max proportions. Well, okay. I mean, you can if you clean hit someone, you know, let, let's say a safety comes up and just yeah. cracks a wide receiver, right? Just puts him on his butt yeah, um, and knocks him out. There's going to be a flag. Even even if it's a clean a safe hit, even yeah. if it's clean, there's going to be a flag, hundred percent. Yeah, it's 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 absolutely crazy. Um, anyway, last thing, I'll I'll wrap up my dislikes of the Cowboys. I'll move into my one positive. <laughs> I I know <laughs> this is a this is a it's a it's a really bad week for my boys. Dak was in, inefficient. He um and don't get me wrong, he's been playing incredibly well all season long, and I get that it was bad conditions, and I get that, you know, he had to it. it I don't know why it took him three series for him to figure out that he needed some gloves for the for the extra grip of the ball. But he went 19 of 33 for 212 yards and a pick. The pick, by the way, he wasn't being rushed. He had plenty of time. He could have thrown it further out for a Cooper and let him make a play, but instead threw a kind of a weird wonky ball to where Stephon Gilmore had an easy catch. By the way, Stephon Gilmore ended up ended this game with more catches than Amari Cooper. Yeah. I was I was going to ask you at the end, but this seems like a perfect time. 
what is up with Cooper? Dude, what, I, what's happened? I feel like, I like, think, like the last two weeks, you know? Yeah, I think number one, I think he's nursing an injury still. I don't think he's completely healthy. I know he's had some in, he's had some knees, had some ankle issues, had a little bit of turf toe at the beginning of the year. Um, I don't think he's I don't think he's right. I think he's playing through the pain. I think he's he's a wide receiver that everybody would want, right? Like most pristine route runner in the league. Okay, he is a true number one wide receiver. He says all the right things. He does all the right things. He plays very hard. And I think he's just playing through an injury, but I also think that. Teams are not going to let Cooper beat them, right? They're not going to let Cooper get wide open down the sideline and have a one-on-one opportunity. And and I got to give credit where credit is due. Gilmore shut him down, right? Oh, um, yeah. Gilmore is best cornerback in the league, and he showed it. But Cooper only had three targets, and that is a that's a big problem, especially if you're going to have he's going to be your number one guy. But we've been picking up the slack, and I'm moving into my likes here with. Randall Cobb playing well. Michael Gallup playing incredible football. Actually, there was a little quote. Um, somebody asked Amari Cooper about Michael Gallup. Like, hey, you know, what do you what do you think having a player like Gallup on your roster means? Like, having him as a number two, does that open up stuff for you? And Amari and Cooper said, first of all, I'm going to stop you right there because Gallup is not a number two. Gallup is a number one, and he is a great player to have on the team and he has been playing incredibly well so that's high praise coming from Cooper saying that Gallup could be a number one in the league and so being able to I think we have the best one-two combo in the NFC East for sure Um, I don't know about the NFC the rest of the NFL doubtful but we have a good one-two combo and we haven't had that in a long long time Um, and I I feel like it's supplemented again with Randall Cobb over the middle but um, yeah, I don't know, man. I think he's just kind of like nursing an injury. I think he's hurt. I think people are double-teaming him, and I don't think we're targeting him enough. I think it's those kind of three combinations. But um, there's definitely something wrong, for sure. Uh, moving into the one thing I did like, uh, the defense balled out, man. The defense balled out. They held Tom Brady the to go to 13 points. They did their job. They always didn't have favorable position, too, because the offense was getting having three and outs. The offense wasn't moving down the field. The special teams wasn't doing them any favors. Okay? Uh, so much so that the, that the special teams was called out by Jerry Jones himself saying that is all coaching. And that's a problem. <laughs> okay? So I would not be surprised if by – this is recording on Monday. If by today I'm hoping that our special teams coach is fired, I doubt it because it's so, it's so close to a new game, uh, a brand new week, but – um, there's definitely needs to be some coaching changes. But the defense balled out, and they gave us a chance to win it in the end, despite all of our penalties, despite the bad calls, despite the inefficiency from Dak, despite us not running it enough with Zeke, you know, despite, despite us not targeting Amari enough. Our defense gave us an opportunity with two minutes left for Dak to go 95 yards and win the game. They gave us the ball back, and we couldn't we couldn't convert. And that is extremely sad overall. It hurts. But the moral of this is throughout all of these games that we've lost, New Orleans, uh, Green Bay, uh, New England, Minnesota. The Jets. (laughs) (laughs) We have had an opportunity to go and win these games late. Like, it's, it's there for the taking. We just have to be able to capitalize. I saw a stat that it said... The Cowboys, um, if they had at least tied their opponent in the first quarter, we would be 10-1 because no one has outscored us in quarters two through four the entire season. 
But be, but if they had at least tied their opponent or nobody scored anything at all in the first quarter, we would be 10-1 right now. Isn't that just mind-blowing that we're that close to having such a good record? And I think what here, here's the remedy to the solution. Fire Jason Garrett. It is time for a new coach. Boom. I don't care. I, fire. And, 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 and Stephen A. Smith said it today whenever I was listening to it. He said he needs to be fired today. Bring in the inter- – I don't care who the interim coach is. Bring, Rod Marinelli or the defensive assistant – I really like this guy – and bring him in and let him coach on interim basis. Interview whoever you want. Bring in somebody out of retirement. I don't care. But there needs to be a coaching change. There needs to be a culture change. There needs to be a sense of urgency, and I feel like Jerry Jones is starting to feel it. He's not exactly getting any younger, and he knows he has a Super Bowl contending roster on his team right now. He's probably not going to have another one for another once all most of these guys are gone. It takes a while to build up that team again. These these Super Bowl potential windows close very, very, very fast, and Jerry wants to capitalize, and if he wants to do that, we got to get rid of Jason Garrett, a.k.a. Coach Clap. And with that, I'm going to clap you into the next segment, Lucas. Go ahead. Take it away. A.k.a. Coach Clap. All right. <laughs> now, now that we're out of the depression part of the podcast. For real, right? dude. Look, we, we've already talked about the Titans. Okay? We we know. We we know what's going on. Yeah. All right? Tannehill, out. Tannehill season out here. All right? Tannehill's playing great. Team's playing great. I think what you've seen Sunday, perfect example of complimentary football. It yeah. was. Defense got him off the field. Offense scored. Did you know we scored on three back-to-back plays? Dang. It was uh, our opening drive at halftime. We scored. And then we, like, had them do a three and out. Yeah. And then Derrick Henry had his 70-yard run. Yeah. And then we made them fumble. And then Derrick Henry got, like, a 10-yard touchdown run. Jeez. Wild. Okay. Three offensive Just plays, wild. three touchdowns. Oh. My God. But, uh... One more thing. The Titans lead the NFL in both explosive pass rate and explosive run rate since Tannehill took over. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, since since week seven, we're only the most explosive team in the NFL, but it's whatever, <laughs> right? Who's keeping track, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not me. The... <laughs> okay. Shout out to the boys. <laughs> um, so I'll get into my likes. All right. Okay. All right. Number one, the rushing offense. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Derrick Henry is an animal. 200 Absolute, yards. Absolute beast. Two touchdowns. Dragging people. Stiff-arming people into the dirt. Um, I know that every player on Jacksonville has nightmares now. All right? I'm, I'm, 99-yard run last year. 70-yard run this year. Uh, there's no way that, that you don't you know wake up in the middle of the night with that stiff arm chopping you in the throat. Okay? That's right. That's right. Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey was sitting in LA last night and he was like, Thank God I'm not on this team anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though they just they just got slapped by the Ravens too, but I know he was watching that run and he was like, Man, I'm just gonna turn this off because that's bringing back bad memories. Anyways. Uh number two thing I liked. Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Two hundred and fifty yards, forty rushing yards, four touchdowns. First player since Steve McNair in two thousand and one to have two rushing touchdowns and two passing touchdowns in the same game for the Titans. All right. All right. All right. right. Yeah, yeah. Like I I said, since he's came in, most explosive team in the NFL. All right. Number three thing I like. The bend but don't break defense. Okay. Yeah. They were moving the ball up and down the field, you know, like Nick Foles got like 250 yards. Well, they didn't move it up and down the field the whole time. 
but but they were doing a pretty good job moving moving up and down. You know, they they still scored like 17 points, I think, or 20. Um, not a bad day, really, unless the other team scores 42, um, like we did. But I, I did like we we held them to a field goal. We stopped them on fourth down sometimes, even though they got down into the pass of 50. So it felt good. All right, yeah. it felt good to see that. On to my dislikes, Mr. Jackson. <laughs> Get into it. We missed <laughs> our one deep ball. All right. Now I know we had like a seventy. It was a seventy-four yard pass to AJ Brown, I believe, for a touchdown. But that was like a fifteen or a twenty-yard route that he just turned on the Jets and outran everyone, made a play, scored a touchdown. Yeah, he was he was dude. He was playing incredible. Yeah, but we we had we threw one ball down the sideline to Corey Davis. That was our deep ball right before halftime, and uh, we missed it. Tannehill overthrew him. There's some pressure on the play I didn't like, and I thought Corey Davis kind of lollygagged a little bit, but yeah. just at the beginning. Then he jumped at the end, and I, and I was like, man, if you would have just put a little extra at the beginning, and if Tannehill, if you would have not thrown off your back foot, but but it's whatever because we we won, but we missed our one deep ball, and and I feel like um, the game was seven three. And when the team you're playing is stacking the box against you like they were last night, we have to be able to connect on those. Yeah. Number agreed. two. Agreed. Dislike. Leonard Fournette had a day. All right. They, they got destroyed, but they stuck with Leonard Fournette all day. He was their leading wide receiver. He was their leading rusher. He was their whole offense. And it, uh, you know, go, going into the game, all the Jacksonville people were saying, don't let Derrick Henry take over the game. All the Titans people were saying, don't let Leonard Fournette take over the game. Right. And although we outshined them, Leonard Fournette still had a really good day, and I did not like that. Um, we're going up. We're going to Indianapolis coming up this weekend. I don't know if Marlon Mack's going to be back or not. I hope not because if Leonard Fournette – ran on us like that it scares me to think what marlon mack and that offensive line is going to do yeah <clears throat> the last thing is that ryan Tannehill has fumbled the ball in every game he has played this year <laughs> oh that, that's a problem and then uh uh derrick henry also fumbled the ball so i'm not a fan of the turnover the the turnovers need to be cleaned up we we did really good with penalties I think at one point we had one penalty and the Jacksonville Jaguars had like five. So, jeez, we only ended with like three on the night. Um, so it we we played really clean with penalties, but the turnovers really really didn't sit well with me, just Jackson. Yeah, turnovers well. turnovers are always a problem, man. It's um, they're ne- it's, it's never a good problem to have, that's for sure. Yeah, but we were, you know pretty good on penalties unlike the cowboys oh <laughs> my dude oh my <laughs> you're triggering me with the tripping calls bro <laughs> you got me tripping all right like <laughs> these uh i had never heard of a tripping call until i watched sunday's game you know me neither but it makes sense it makes sense but not when it, it was it was it, it should have been a no call it was he didn't even trip him right you know that's what gets <clears> me <throat> Like if you like stick your leg out, you know, horizontal, all full horizontal, like full extension, I get it. <laughs> but you know, come on, man. <laughs> that would get y'all riled up, Jackson. Oh, this, oh, it, it gets my blood flowing. All right, it you know, gets. You know what else? You know what else gets you riled up? Whoa, 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 what was that? What's that? 
Take it or leave it. Oh, yes. Favorite. That's my favorite segment. Let's go. Your favorite. That's right. I Every love time. take it or leave it. It's so fun. Um... For those of you that do not know, Take It or Leave It is a segment we do every week. I give Jackson about five things, um, and I say Take It or Leave It, and he tells me what he thinks. I say what I think. There are usually some, you know, I, sometimes there's some weird stuff in there, okay? But uh, I, I try to I try to throw a couple of curveballs, a couple you of change-ups in You usually do you know? very well. You usually so, do very well. Him, him, him. Take It or Leave It, Mr. Jackson. Lamar Jackson is officially the MVP front runner, because Russell Wilson did not have that great of a day. I think right now, I think right now you gotta take it. I think Lamar Jackson is being very dominant with his play. I feel like it. I feel like it's still between Wilson and Jackson. You know, uh, one and two. Uh, That I think that changes weekly. I think because it changes weekly, this week I gotta favor Lamar Jackson. I don't favor him by a whole lot, but um, he's playing very, very well. He is a the most athletic uh, quarterback in the league by far. He is dual threat. Uh, teams are worried about him. He is uh, complemented very well with uh, Mark Ingram. Uh, the receivers are, are, are nothing to um, disregard either. They're, they have a, so much speed on that team. That Ravens team is incredibly dangerous. And to me, they really are the only legitimate threat to the Patriots in the AFC right now. Um, they're the, I think they're the probably – they might be one, the most complete team in football. Um, and, yeah, I, I say take it right now. I think that changes week to week. Though. Um, I'm also going to take it. Yeah, it, it is a week to week thing, but it just – you know, Russell had one of those games. There, there was some difficulties and stuff, obviously, and it sure. was a tough. It was a tough game, but uh, I, I, I mean, you got to take it. Just Lamar has played great every week, pretty much since yeah. he joined the MVP conversation. And uh, one bad game will do that to you, you know. Yeah, when you when you dismantle Sean McVay and the Rams, like we just witnessed Monday night, that that puts you in the front in the front seat right now. And it's it's, it's his it's his to lose, so we'll see. Speaking of a uh, losing stuff, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Take or leave it. Jason Garrett will be sent to or not sent. Well, I, now now I'm upset. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jason Garrett will be fired, and then he will go to the New York Giants next season. I feel like just because of sheer possibility and probability, like. Like we're talking about statistics, you got to leave it because to say that he'll be fired number one, I I can only dream and hope, right? <laughs> but to say number two that he will go to the Giants, I've heard a lot of speculation. I actually heard that Jason Garrett was a key person of interest for the Giants in 2014, and they were trying to decide whether to re-sign Tom Coughlin or not. But they, uh, when Jason Garrett got the extension um, after the loss to the Packers and the what should have been a catch against Green Bay with Des Bryant, and it actually was a catch. Thank you. Um, Rest got something else wrong. Surprise, surprise. Um, uh, he, he got an extension with the Cowboys, and so the Giants re-signed Tom Coughlin. So it, 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 I, I've heard reported from, like, Ian Rappaport that that is a, the number one destination he would like to go. Whether the Giants part ways with Matt, Pat Shermer or not, not sure. I think leave it just because of all the different probabilities that – 
could possibly happen, but it's probably the most likely outcome. I'm going to take it just because I like it. All right? This man is not going to be with the Cowboys next That 1,000% factual right there. All right? Yeah, bro. Technically, it's not a fact yet because it hasn't, like, it's not approved yet, but it's Lucas. Lucas verifies right now. Lucas verifies. Well, I'm going to take that That to the bank, man. I'm going to take that Um, to the bank because I do not want Garrett anymore. Just just and. Something something else to think about with him is uh, he has been the coach for Dak Prescott, and Dak yeah. has come up very nicely. He has. And whether that is due to Jason Garrett or not, I think the Giants would like to have Daniel Jones with that. Yeah. They want him to develop that way. And, you know, I think Jer- I think Garrett's a great coordinator. Mm-hmm. I really do. I think he can – He, I mean, I don't know about him calling plays anymore. He When he took over for us, he was calling the plays, and we were doing very well. I think he's a good – he he's a nice guy to have in your organization. He's a he's like like I said, he's a nice guy. He's a good coordinator. He can he can do his job effectively. But that being the coordinator position at a max, but being the head coach, being the guy in an organization like the Dallas Cowboys, that just ain't it, Chief. It just you think it's it. too much for him to focus on? To I think it's too much for him to focus on. Like call it's, plays and stuff. Yeah, like he can't just focus on calling plays. Yeah, like number one, it's it's an incredible position anywhere in sports. It's the most valuable team in sports, period, right now. The Dallas Cowboys, number one. They're like $4.5 billion or something ridiculous like that. Um, yeah, it's insane. So it's it's a it's a big-time position no matter where you go. Number two, I think, it, and it comes with a lot of scrutiny. You know, when you're playing very well, when you go 13-3 and in Dak's rookie year, you're, your praises are being sung to the highest level. And when you're – six and five and all five of your games you could have potentially won had you at least scored even in the first quarter and your special teams is being called out by your owner saying it's all coaching and you're the head coach this is a problem this is a significant problem he's been here 10 years we haven't had much results we have a two playoff wins with him it's time for him to go it's time it's just he can go be a good coordinator somewhere else. I think any organization will be lucky to have him as a coordinator. But head coach, no. Kind of like Wade you. Phillips. Wade Phillips, better defensive coordinator than he was head coach. Right. Uh, take it or leave it. The Green Bay Packers and that bad man, Aaron Rodgers. That are bad man. To the Vikings. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say leave Ooh. it, okay? I'm Ooh. leaving it. I'm leaving Ooh. it. They're not giving up the division to the Vikings. Ooh. I believe in that bad man. Don't you dare be so disrespectful. To my man Aaron Rodgers, okay? Yes, they got dismantled by the 49ers. Yes, that just happened. However, I believe in Aaron Rodgers, and I believe at the end of the day, okay, I think they still play the the Vikings one more time this year. I believe when it comes down to that game for the title, for the crown of the NFC North, that bad man's going to deliver. I believe it. The big-time game, the big-time pressure with the the big-time status on the line, okay? A home game on the line in the playoffs? I'm counting on Aaron Rodgers more than I am on Kirk Cousins. He's Leave been it. playing exceptionally well lately, sir. Mr. Kirk Cousins. All right. Yeah. Okay. Look. Look, they're both they're both eight and three right now. And I'm gonna take it. Alright? I'm okay. gonna take it. They do have some tough games coming up. They got the Seahawks, um, and then the Lions, Chargers, Packers, and Bears. Yeah. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it just because 
I don't believe in Matt LeFleur. I've said this since day one. <laughs> LeFleur. <laughs> the Packers defense is not playing as well as it did the first five games of the year. True. Um, Matt LeFleur is not going to do anything about that because he is an offensive coach, so you can expect that to stay where it's at or keep going down. Okay. And, you know, I just, I just, I don't, I don't like the Aaron Rodgers LeFleur combination. All right. I'm I'm just not a fan. Let's be honest. I just don't like Matt Lafleur. Um, yeah, you really just don't like Matt Lafleur at all, and I understand why. Well, uh, I, I don't think he was ready to. I don't. I didn't think he had I, earned I a agree. head coach spot, especially at Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. That I, is wild. I 100% agree. It should have been a different coach. It should have been somebody else. It should have been somebody with way more experience to gel with somebody like Aaron Rodgers. I, I, I'm with you there, but the only reason I disagree is because I think it's going to come down to that primetime game between the Packers and between the Vikings and I think Kirk is going to choke in the moment and I'd rather put my money on Aaron Rodgers in a big time game. That's why I'm saying he's going to win the division. Because I think it's going to come down to that one. Mm. But the Vikings have better coaching. I will give them that. Alright. I guess we'll just we'll move on but I'm not done with this this right here. <laughs> Le Fleur. Yeah. Take okay. it or leave it, Mr. Jackson. Yes, sir. Patriots are the worst good team in the NFL. <laughs> the worst. And, and, and when I say good team, like, I like think think of teams that are up around where they're at. The Ravens, the 49ers, some would argue uh, the Packers, the Vikings. Uh, I'm trying to think of teams that are, like, up there close to their record. The Saints. Leave, leave out the Vikings. I'll throw Packers in there. I'm going to say Same. leave it. You going to say leave it? I'm leaving Ooh, it. Seahawks are up there, too. Um, pick Because I'm saying I think the Bills are the worst, quote-unquote, good team at 7-3. and three. Um, Yeah. No. Well, they're, they're actually 8-3. and 8-3. But... and three, Excuse me. Well, that's a good team, isn't it, record-wise? <sighs> yeah, but they're not really good. <laughs> exactly, which is <laughs> enhances my point. Like they're the worst good team in the league by far, the Look, Bills. I threw the the Packers are 8 and 3 and I threw them in there, but like the Ravens are 9 and 2, the Seahawks are 9 and 2. Yeah. The 49ers are what? Are they 10 and 1? 10 and 1. So, so I th- I threw the 1 and 2 lost teams and I threw the 3 lost team Packers in just because of Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> That's cuz you don't like LeFleur. If you're going to throw the yeah. if you're going to throw them and you got to throw the Vikings in too. Who? The Vikings. No. Same record. No. If I throw the Vikings in, I have to throw the Bills in, Jackson. <laughs> so you're saying your lo- so your logic doesn't make sense. Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to pick from your selected pool of teams the worst good team out of that? Is that what you, you want? Know what? You know, no, no, no. You already left it. All right. All right. You already I left, left it. it. The Bills. We're we're past you. Or the Vikings. Turn. Take your pick. And I'm saying they are the worst good team. Oh, I think how? the Vikings could beat them. What? The Bills almost did beat them. Kirk Cousins almost. wouldn't do anything the against that Patriots the defense. The Patriots beat the Bills, Jackson, just because of special teams. They got a special teams touchdown. They, I think they might have exactly. Got so got if they two. get a special teams touchdown or two against the Vikings, you think they're going to be able to overcome that? Look, man, it's. No, they're the worst. The coaching team. difference is monumental when you okay, start okay. comparing Bill Belichick to Mike Zimmer. What, what if I what if I say this? The Patriots are the most struggling good team. 
they're struggling to win more than any of the other good teams. Well, didn't they have like an incredibly like an incredible point differential of like plus fifty six, like seven games into the season? That doesn't sound right like now. struggling. Yeah, no. they struggled against the Cowboys because my Cowboys, who actually who had the refs against them this game, right? Still with a struggling Jason Garrett, still gave them a, a run for their money. But the Cowboys are better than like like most of the teams that they've been playing. The Bills, who are the I've worst, best, Jackson. worst good team. All right, take it or leave it. The Rams missed their one chance to win a Super Bowl with this team. Take it. Same. Take Taking it. it, bro. It is passed. It has they, passed. They went. They went all out last year. They loaded the cap, just like Philadelphia did when they won. Like they loaded the cap and everything. They were like, we are winning now. And they went yeah. and they won with a backup quarterback in Nick Foles, who did nothing special for the Jaguars last week. Yeah, I, I, I agree with yeah. you. I say take it. I think they missed their opportunity. I think they have to kind of rebuild a little bit. I think they overpaid for Todd Gurley in, a, in an act of desperation because they didn't know how Jared Goff was going to mature. Now the Todd Gurley contract against your cap significantly inhibits your ability to be able to go and get better free agents. I feel like they went and they significantly overpaid for Jalen Ramsey because they started panicking because they weren't at the same status that they were last year. I think they lost to Dominican Sue, which affects the defensive line as well. Don't get me wrong. You have one of the best players in the league, Aaron Donald. You have a up-and-coming quarterback, Jared Goff, who is – this played very well and a very good coach Sean McVay and that core is going to stay there and they're going to be a threat but in terms of winning a Super Bowl and being able to beat the Lamar Jacksons of the world the new Kyle Shanahan led uh, 49ers of the world even the Minnesota Vikings and the um, Dallas Cowboys hopefully with a new coach like it is there are so many good teams, especially in the NFC, and there's going to be good teams missing out in the playoffs this year, i.e. probably the Panthers, and they they miss their chance, at least for the next five, six years. That that chance is gone, come and gone. So, uh, so yeah, I'm also going to take it. I think the GM is the reason why, because you brought up overpaying for Gurley. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Aaron Donald, huge contract. Not saying you overpaid for him. But huge contract. Yes. Um, overpaid for Jared Goff. Yes. Yes. Most definitely. Jalen Ramsey's going to want a payday. Have they signed him to a new contract already? No, but they He's overpaid in draft picks, and now yeah, you're, you're they not... overpaid for draft picks, and now they're going to have to pay him a super fat sum. Yeah, and the thing is, the draft picks mean even more because you're going to be if you draft well, you could sign players to smaller contracts that are good, right? Leighton Van Der Esch. Like up until recently, Jalen Smith, you know, for perfect examples that allow you to have more stars on your team to be able to 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 um, make the cap work in your favor. But now, now to your point, the GM has created this significant issue. You got Jalen Ramsey. You already paid Aaron Donald. You overpaid Jared Goff, as you said, and I completely agree with you. You overpaid for Todd Gurley. So what does that leave? You have those four massive contracts. It's hard to find quality offensive linemen, defensive linemen, second and fourth round, second to fourth round picks to fill in and fill out your fifty-three man roster. You had to get rid of Marcus Peters because you knew that you had to, you were getting Jalen Ramsey, and if you got you couldn't pay them both definitely. So it, you created a heck of a problem. It's, yeah. um, it's you're it's going wild. all <laughs> in on the last two years and. 
yeah. not being able Boss to deliver. O-line. Crazy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, absolutely. So that's it for that's it for take it or leave it, folks. I love take it or leave it. Anyone that has any questions y'all think I should ask Mr. Jackson next week, please leave those in the comments. I will make sure he does not see them and get a head start because he, he ain't supposed to know these. Putting that, him on the spot every week. Yeah, th- throw in some fan take it or leave it. I would love that. That would be great. Casey. <clears throat> <laughs> um, so, on to the recap, folks. Uh, last week's games that we picked, Ohio State beat Penn State. Baylor beat Texas, the Titans beat the Jags, the Texans beat the Colts, Cowboys lost to the Patriots, the Ravens destroyed the Rams, and the 49ers just kicked apart the Packers. (laughs) Le Fleur. Yeah. They sent him home crying for a croissant, dude. They really did. A croissant. (laughs) A croissant. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right, Mr. Jack. Our picks for this week. Let's get into right. it. Starting off with the college games. Um, pretty big week. It's rival, all right? Rival week. I love rival love week. It. You know, um, just like on a like a, a, a random tangent, rival week, this week used to be the Thanksgiving week used to be Texas versus Texas A&M. And since A&M went to the, went to the SEC, I don't get to have that rivalry anymore. And one of my – like my best friend from high school named Daniel – I don't get to talk to him about that anymore. We don't get to talk mess, you know, and, and crap to each other anymore about it. And I'm hurt, and I'm upset, and I wish A&M was still in the Big 12. Um, well, you didn't have to deal with Johnny Manziel, so you're fine. True. <laughs> um, I think – what are some of the big rivalry games? Um, Oklahoma's playing Oklahoma State. Yeah. Um, stuff like that. Usually Texas awesome. plays A&M or something weird, or maybe they'll be playing Tech. They're kind of a big rival with Tech. So we got uh, our first game is Ohio State at Michigan. Uh, this is a this is a catch me game, Jackson. This is one of those where it's like Michigan ain't as good as everyone thought they were coming into the year, and yeah. Ohio State's been amazing. But right, but it could be a trap. I mean, you, Michigan's gonna play. There's a chance they'll play their best football that they'll play all year. Right, right. And it's at Michigan. Yeah. Um, despite. Ohio State being on the road, despite it being a trap game, despite Michigan possibly playing their best football of the year, I don't think it's enough. I've taken Ohio State. I'm also taking Ohio State. They're, um, they're just so good, so good. Them on and all, LSU, man, so yeah, good. on all aspects they're, of the ball. I can't wait to see Ohio an LSU State's versus Ohio State. Is great. Tony the Tiger, great. All right, <laughs> great. That's right. Um, other rival game we got is uh, Alabama at Auburn. Ooh, ooh. ooh. See, no this Tua. was when when you sent me this, it had me thinking. I was like, oh man, this is a game that I'm not sure how it's gonna go, but uh, it feels like one of those kind of a tr- like trap me thing games. But I'm gonna pick Bama, and I know you're picking Auburn. What? I know you're picking Auburn. I'm picking Bama, even without Tua um, going on the road to Auburn. I don't know, man. I feel like they're going to try and make a a play or a a call out for why they should be in the playoff. They're not going to be, but that that this is going to be their act of desperation. Going to Auburn, beating them last or uh, most difficult game really that they could put on their resume. I feel like they're going to go all out. I'm going Bama. 
Uh, I'm going Auburn, and that's going to put Bama out of it. And yeah. then, did you see that Oregon lost last week? And they did in a stunner. So, so what? What did I say when we were picking our Final Four a couple weeks ago? Oklahoma's going to be in, man. You think so? Boom. Oh yeah, yeah, they're going to win out, and they're going to make it in. They got they got <sighs> a bit of a ladder to climb from nine. But man, it feels good be... to be right. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, into the NFL games, number one game, Titans at the Colts, who win and become number two in the division, actually be tied for first because the Texans are going to lose to the Patriots. That's right. That's right. Uh, I'm, I'm going Titans, obviously. Yeah, I'm, take, I'm taking your boys. I feel like they're on a roll. I feel like the Colts are really very banged up. Um, I feel like they're kind of losing a little bit of steam. Um, Titans are hot right now. I'm, 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 I'm picking your boys. Shout out to the boys, by the way. The boys. The boys. Yo, the boys are doing a giveaway right now for anyone that's interested. We play the Raiders in two weeks. And uh, so at Go Through Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff, they're doing, a, they're doing a deal where they'll fly you to – they'll give you two tickets. They'll fly you to Oakland, put you up in a hotel, and give you a bunch of busting with the boys gear. So anyone interested, definitely check that out. That would be great. I, I never win any of that stuff. It's really sad. Yeah, neither do <laughs> I. But shout out to Comp Nasty. That's right. And our our favorite dad, Taylor Lewan, who had no penalties this week. Uh, he he said he was going to clean it up, and he did, and he played well. I even I even saw him, like some other people getting into it. And I saw him coming in and stepping in and pulling his guys out of it. He's like, no, we're not gonna we're not gonna get involved in that. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah, he he got he got cheap. They cheap hit him twice, and yeah. uh, he, he got a little mad one time, man, but it, it's okay. He held it. He's out of school. Um, next game, Bills at the Cowboys, Jackson. You know who Ooh. I got to pick. I'm telling you what, Cole Beasley's coming back to town. I know he's coming for revenge, but here's the thing, man. We lost to the Patriots. We have to step up and win this game. We can't keep losing games. The only reason right now we're in the division lead is because our division is god-awful. It is so it? <laughs> it is so bad. You had the Washington Redskins. Congratulations, Dwayne Haskins. You just won your first game. Woohoo! Then you got Daniel Jones and the fiasco that's in New York. Don't even get me started on those two. And then and then you got Philly with like with wide receivers making burner accounts on Twitter talking about their quarterback and how awful he is. So it, it it's just an absolute mess. I feel like Whoa. we're gonna end up winning the, the division by default. And um yeah, I know you you caught that. But, um, yeah, I'm taking the Cowboys. Wait. Did that actually happen? Yeah, apparently. Apparent, I don't know if anybody's, like, uncovered it, but uh, there was there were some rumors going around that wide receivers from Philly were making burner accounts on Twitter, kind of like KD used to do, and talking mess about uh, Carson Wentz. That is wild. Dude, that it, is wild. It's bad, bro. Like, that, that whole – Locker room situation, you called it like seven weeks ago, but that whole is just in shambles right now. Oh, yeah. There's the, debate. The, the whole deal. There's debate yep. right now about Wentz, if he was a good pick or not. Uh, there's – then there's there's pretty – it's kind of a civil war going on right now. It's like, are is are you on the wide receiver's side and it's the quarterback's fault or are you on the quarterback side and the wide receivers just aren't getting open, they don't have a lot to work with, they have a lot of injuries, kind of what is it? I don't know. I feel like it's somewhere kind of down the middle, but we'll have to wait and see how the rest of the year unfolds. But apparently, this is rumor. This is not confirmed. Rumor that uh, the wide receivers are making burner accounts and uh, you know the real trash. problem. 
the real problem with the Eagles right now is that they fell into the we are scared trap and they overpaid mm -hmm. the overrated cars. I said it. You I've did. been saying it. This man's overrated. All right. Yeah. Yeah, you've been saying it. I, I will. I will advocate a little bit for him, in the sense that all of his start wide receivers are injured, and he's not having a whole lot to work with. But at the end of the day, you got paid one hundred and three million dollars, and you <laughs> have like yeah, and you got Zach Ertz. <laughs> you got Zach Ertz. You got Zach Ertz. You had the coach of the year, quote unquote, mm -hmm. or yeah, Doug Peterson a couple years ago. You you have tools that are necessary to be able to win football games. And when you're competing in the D NFC East, which is just absolute garbage at the moment, other than the Cowboys who could possibly tend to one, if they would at least score the same amount of points in the first quarter, I'll, I'll, I'll leave that be. I'll, I shall digress. How, but <laughs> it's the fourth time you've said that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, it, it, it's a, it's a, it's a fiasco, man. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. Um, I'm also going to go with the Cowboys just because I think the bills are the best overrated team or the, the worst high-ranked team number one overrated it, 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 you you get the point we um, get it they're bad uh next game vikings at the seattle seahawks Ooh, i'm taking the 12th man i'm taking the seahawks yo i am too just because russell wilson's about to bounce back for my fantasy team i got a big game this week. all right yeah, especially them being a, at I home a message on twitter i let him know he already told me he's like don't worry man everything's gucci all caps <laughs> we got gucci. this yeah. Easy man clap. Uh, 49ers at the Rams. Ooh. I'm taking the 49ers. I feel like it, the Ravens getting to Jared Goff as quickly and as easily as they did. Dude, Nick Bosa's about to have a day. And I mean a day. Okay. I love it. I, yeah, love I'm, it. I'm picking 49ers all day. Uh, I'm also going to pick the 49ers. It, it, yeah, it's just crazy. Uh last one patriots at the text who you got dump 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 patriots same i got the patriots as well i you said that earlier you, anyway actually dumb question for asking yeah i just i just don't think houston has enough in the tank to i to get I, I saw what happened against baltimore when houston couldn't move the ball it's going to be even more difficult to try and do that against bill belichick Good luck to Sean Watson. Um, I'm taking the Patriots all day. All right. So so we picked the same on all of them except, except for the, the college game. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's that's you know, a juicy about, game. Yeah, I thought about picking Michigan just because it's a, a you catch won't. me game. Just trying you to won't. just trying to catch a punt. You, you know, I got a pin. So <laughs> it's already it's everything right. set in stone, dog. That's fine. That's fine. Oh, um, man. But that is it. Real quick, Mr. Jackson, I just want to say I am very thankful for you for giving me the chance to do this podcast with you Aww. and uh, Thanks, taking bud. time out of your day for us to do this every week. It's I a good time. You know, time. I, since we're being all sentimental, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm extremely thankful for you. And, guys, I'll, I'll say it to all of you out who are listening to us, thank you so much for making it this far in the podcast. Really do appreciate it. Um, Lucas makes this 10 times easier on me. He comes up with the outline. This dude's coming out with topics. And, yes, we have some exchange back and forth about the week. But 90% of, like, what we're going to talk about, Lucas deals with all of it. Lucas handles the YouTube side. He makes my job super, super easy. 
and I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else. So thankfully, I'm thankful for you, Lucas, on this Thanksgiving day. I hope yeah, you yeah, enjoy yeah. as much turkey, as much ham, as much mashed potatoes and gravy, as much stuffing, anything you want. Yeah. I hope that yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to bring you out of the house in a wheelbarrow, okay, because you ate so much food and you have the biggest smile on your face and you take the best post-turkey nap of your life. I will. I'm going to fall asleep to I got beans, greens, potatoes, potatoes, tomatoes, tomatoes <laughs> lamb, ham, hogs, dogs. <laughs> um, I was fucking, that's but, what stuck uh, in my head all week. But I do want to say to everyone, super sorry about the YouTube thing again. Uh, stuff came up. We will make it up to y'all next week. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> low expectations. <laughs> yeah, yeah low, low expectations just because, I mean, it's hard, it's hard to beat, you know, we were going to wear turkey costumes. That was our initial idea. Um, but it's okay, all right. We'll, we'll we'll save it for some other stuff. Don't worry. We got it's Hanukkah all coming up. All right. Yeah. We got Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Any, any other any little, other holidays? Little, little New Year's bringing in twenty twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. Playoff yeah. time. Oh, all right. I'm trying to I'm trying to have a party hat and some sparklers, my man. Oh, facts, my guy. <laughs> That's gonna be great. It's gonna be absolutely fantastic. But yeah, uh, super sorry about that. No YouTube stuff this week, guys. But be sure to check in on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And where else, Mr. Jackson? Google Podcasts and everywhere podcasts can be found. Be sure Ooh. to check us out there. Uh, everywhere podcasts can be found. Uh, since since we're not yeah. having the YouTube, be sure to uh, add us at Gopher Two Podcasts on Twitter. Maybe leave us a little comment, little question, <clears throat> Casey. Um, or just if you know me personally, send me a text, send or, me a DM. Or even better, even better. All right, whatever you're whatever you're listening to us on, right? Apple Podcasts, whatever. All right, I want you to go down and you're gonna leave a review. All right? Yeah, you're going yeah, to yeah. say five stars, yeah, yeah. two stars, no stars. It don't matter. All right. Hashtag you, don't give rate it. Is, rate is bad if you want. And and, and all you got to say is, I have officially done more than Casey has this week. <laughs> that's it. That, 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 that's all I'm asking. <laughs> I, you you you're allowed to ask a question too, but I, I'm just I'm trying to pop some shots over here. At, at our man, our main man, Casey. Shots fired on Thanksgiving Day. Shots fired. Oh, man. All right, guys. Thank you so much for – you got any closing things Luke, you want to say? No, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I'm, 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 uh, I'm good. I think my, uh, my magical notebook of Go For Two podcast stuff is officially empty. I think and so. And I'm about to snuggle down into my nest that oh. is my bed. I'm going to go edit this, I'm going to go upload it, and I'm going to go get ready for my flight here in a couple hours. Guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's of the Go Do Podcast. You can find us all where Lucas mentioned before. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Take some time. Be thankful for what's important to your life. Realize and take some time to reflect uh, about the really important things. And, and, and let's be honest, one of those is football. Enjoy your football today, guys. Go Cowboys. Um, hopefully we'll pull out a dub for you guys. Love you all. Bye. Love you, bye.